Hello, and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing. As it's November, I'm doing Night of Movies, including Night of the Creeps and Night of the Living Dead. Tonight's movie is 1998, 1988, 1988 even, B-movie horror Night of the Demons, famous for one scene in particular thing is. However, is this movie more than just that one scene? Or is this just a one-shot pony? I haven't seen this movie in years. I remember nothing from it, which is not a good sign. All I know is this jumped on the zombie demon fad of the late 80s, and now here we have a franchise. Uh, four movies, I believe? Five movies? Hmm. Anyway, moving on. So let's jump into this and see how it goes. With its $1.2 million budget, this thing pulled in $3.1 million. Starring Hal Haffing, Kathy Padell, Billy Gallo, Leanna Quigley, and Donnie Jeff Coat, directed by Kevin Tenney. The plot on Halloween night, a group of teens throw a party at an abandoned old house, not knowing it's a house of pure evil. During the party, they unleash demons. One by one, they're picked off and turned. Who will get out and can they save mankind from the demons? So, the movie opens up on an animated opening of spooks and demons haunting a graveyard and indeed a spooky old house. As 80s synth music plays, and move aside Stranger Things, as how you do a fucking opening. I gotta say, I am loving this opening, the music is so fucking cool. After three and a half minutes of kick-ass synth music, the movie opens up on a jack-o'-lantern tied to the roof of a car. Inside we meet Stooge, played by Hal Haffing who is dressed as a punk rock pig, and this guy is a fat, obnoxious, disgusting twat. I mean, he is such a fucking asshole. Next to him is his girlfriend, Helen, played by Alison Barron, who is dressed as a, I don't know, a Grecian princess? What the fuck she's wearing? And in the back seat is the best friend, Roger, played by Alvin Alexis, who is dressed as a pirate for some bloody reason. They drive past and harass an old man by mooning him? How the fuck does that harass him? Moving on. And note how having was supposed to actually flash his ass, but he refused to do so because... reasons? The old man is Harold Eyer, and he's later jump-scared by a zooming camera. Oh, and by the way, if you're going to do a running camera thing, uh, have the thing fucking stabilised. Jesus Christ, this thing bouncing all over the bloody place. I mean, how hard is it to stabilise the fucking camera? Get a fucking steady cam for fuck's sake. Uh, moving on. He's scared by a rubber rat held by Sal, played by Billy Gallo, who then just runs off because he's a dick. I mean, uh, what the fuck? Is every single teenager in this town a fucking asshole? Or is it shorthand so you can book? Dislike these little fuckers instantly. I mean, Jesus Christ, every single person in this town's a fucking dickwad. Uh, Judy, played by Kathy Padell, uh, tries to help the old man, but he chases her off, calling her a slag and a slut, and da 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 da. Again, is everyone in this town a complete dickhead? As the old man is insanely laughing over putting razor blades in apples. What the fuck, movie? And note, even though this urban legend does the rounds every single fucking year, there's never been a reported case of anyone actually putting razor blades in apples. Or for that matter, poisoning candy or sweets. Except the one case in the late 70s where a father poisoned his son's own pixie sticks. 
in order to get a life insurance policy because he was in, in thousands of dollars of debts. I mean, Jesus, jinkies. <coughs> Moving on. Turning home, Judy runs into her mother, played by Karen Erickson, to ask if her boyfriend, Jay, played by Lance Fenton, called. Seconds later, he calls to tell her he doesn't want to go to the school dance because it's for losers, man. But he wants to go to the weird girl's Halloween party. Judy says, yes, well, changing into her 50s do-up dress. And why is she not wearing underwear? Okay. Out of her closet jumps her little brother, Billy, played by Donnie Jeff Coat, who shouts at her, quote, Nice tits, sis. Any bigger? And you'll have to hire someone to tie your laces. In the fuck movie? I mean, oh my god. Billy hears the door, so answers up wearing a cheap Halloween mask and is scared by Sal, who's also sniffing around Judy. So Billy tries to chase him away. It doesn't work, and Sal throws a little pervert around and basically takes his mask off and then threatens him and blah, 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 blah. He then pays him a dollar to tell him where Judy is going and who in the fuck wrote this dialogue, by the way, because it's all, you little bad man, I'm going to kick your ass and da, 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 da. And who the fuck, who the fuck wrote this fucking dialogue? It is beyond terrible. This is not how a teenager would talk to an annoying little brother. I should know, I was the annoying little brother. Moving the fuck right on. As two store clerks are checking out some girl's ass, as people are openly shoplifting, none worse than Angela, played by Mimi Kincaid, star of all three of the Night of the Demons, although not the remake for some reason. Hmm. I just love the fact she is filling her bag with stuff as the two clerks are on Susanna, played by <coughs> Scream Queen, Leanna Quigley of Graduation Day, Silent Night, Dead Night, Return of the Living Dead, Creepazoids, Pumpkinhead 2, Night of the Demons Remake, and Sorority Babes and the Slime Bolorama. Finally, someone in this fucking cast actually worked again. My god. And note, Angela's earring is a cross that goes from right way up to upside down after she gets possessed. Oh, and she's dressed as an anti-prom queen or an anti-bride. She's wearing black with a veil and this kind of weird outfit she's wearing. Susanna is dressed as a baby doll who's obsessed with her makeup. And I wonder if I'll come back later. Hmm. Back to Judy, who is now dressed as Alice from Alice Wonderland. As Jay showed up to take her to the party, he's dressed as a Miami Vice extra. Back to Helen, Stooge and Roger, lost trying to find their way to the party at Hull House. Get it? It's a reference to Hell House. Uh, but, um, uh, Finally, meet the final two victims. Oh, sorry, I mean <coughs> party guests. Franny, played by Jill uh, Tarashita of the Camptastic... Uh, say it again. Camptastic Sleepaway Camp 3 and her boyfriend, Max, played by Philip Denzini. She's dressed as a cave girl and he's dressed as a doctor in Scrubs. I gotta say, 15 minutes in and we have already met and named all the characters. I'm impressed. Back to Stooge. Again, this little twat has written off his car by crashing into a ditch and forcing his girlfriend Helen to change the spare tyre. Even though there's no Jack, again, he's a fucking asshole. Up tries Judy's group, seeing Stooge stuck in a ditch. Instead of helping, they give him a hand by clapping and God, these jokes are fucking terrible. Judy, Jay and company pull up outside a matte painting. Oh, sorry, a spooky old house. Okay, and I swear to God, it's the same matte painting used in Saturday the 14th. 
Moving on, Max tells them the backstory of the house that it's a former undertaker's. The former owner was a necrophiliac. The entire family was killed one night in a murder-suicide, and it was built on burial grounds. God, talk about throwing everything at the wall, hoping something will stick. And look, there goes the kitchen sink. I'm my kitchen sink. I mean a full moon on Halloween. Can this be any more cliched of fucking well tried? I mean, oh my god. Now inside the grounds, Max shows and tells Judy about the underground stream that surrounds the house, which is marked by a wall built around the entire complex. What the fuck? We get a quick shot of a house as the teens enter. It's a cross between Freddy's dream house and Maya's house from Halloween 5. Just worse. Inside, Jay finds a clean and very much 80s looking coffin. Bearing in mind, they say no one has set foot in this house for decades ever since the family was all killed one night. So how the fuck's there a modern fucking coffin in the bloody thing? He hears cars pulling up, so hides to scare the others and grow the fuck up, would you? Also, I get the fuck out of this bloody well house. There is no electricity, no running water, and no heating. How in the fuck are they gonna party in this creepy ass, dusty old fucking house? Anyway, Sal jumps out of the coffin wearing Judy's brother's mask to scare him. Uh, Jay about knocks the fucking shit out of him. Seems Sal is a bit as popular as a spot in the middle of your forehead before a big date. Again, he's one of these obnoxious, I don't know, douchebags with this greaser hair and the slip back and the whole. Did I say it? Italian-American stuff? I mean, the whole New Yorker shit. Moving on. The others arrive, and it's party time! Which means all the boys perv at Liana. Ah, she bends over a lot, showing off her arse. Is that that's, that's just her thing then? Just bending over and showing her arse off? Okay then. Helen pulls out a huge strobrite, uh, which she just happens to have on her bag, as you do. And just what this fucking movie needs, annoying lighting! Suddenly, the crap punk rock music stops, uh, thankfully, and Angela starts the quote party games, aka a seance. And by the way, she, they have this huge ghetto blaster and they have set up the living room sort of thing with those, there's tables and there's food and there's all this and there's about a million candles lit. Again, there's no electricity, so how the fuck is the ghetto blaster and the strobe lighting work? I mean, uh, moving on. Uh, where was I now? Oh yes, someone or something walks past a doorway, so Stooge grabs Roger and forces him into the hallway. He screams and a second later, Stooge shows him a dusty old full-length mirror, perfect for a past-life seance. All the teens then sit facing the mirror, all but Roger, who has his back to the mirror, for some reason. Suddenly the reflection goes dark and a cheap bug-like demon mask looks out and scares Helen as the miller crashes to the floor, smashing it into shards. The teens don't believe what Helen saw when she tells them she saw this fucking cheap-looking rubber mask. After they hear knocking from the basement, the party then stops and cut to said basement as from the furnace out pops a demon. Uh, the same cheap mask which then evil deads its way upstairs straight into the living room into Susanna's opened mouth and we're going to make a joke about Lena quickly having strange things shoved in her mouth moving on Angela tries to warn them she heard three distinct voices and smelt rotten flesh plus the mysterious cold spots equals demons ah as you do too late love your slutty best friend has one inside her 
moving on. <clears throat> Roger tries to leave, saying his father is a preacher and he ain't messing with no ghost. So suddenly there's a smell of roses. Again, Angela tries to warn the group, but they don't want to listen. One thing here, isn't she supposed to be big into the black magic shit here? Why isn't she the first one to be taken over and not the slutty Leanna Quigley? Is it because Leanna Quigley would get her tits out and therefore she was first? Anyway, the camera pulls at that 70s show as Angela again tries to warn the group the house isn't haunted, it's possessed. Again, they don't want to listen. Roger and Helen want to leave, rightfully fucking well so. But they are mocked by the others for doing so until Susanna throws them Angela's car's keys and they leave. Uh, fuck those guys and fuck this party. I'll be out there in about 10.6 seconds. Fuck that. Jay takes Judy upstairs for a lone time. Max and Franny follow. That leaves Stooge, Angela, Sal and Susan all alone downstairs. Susanna looks for a bathroom to check her makeup. So Sal, being a horny pervert, follows her, but she picks Stooge. This, of course, pisses off the vain douchebag Sal as he sits and sulks in a corner. Before leaving, Susanna kisses Angela and boom, she's possessed. Upstairs, the other teens find a morgue as Jay is carrying the world's largest fucking torch slash flashlight, which, by the way, just disappears. I mean, I swear to God, this thing must be about fucking three feet. It just disappears. Back to Susanna, who helps Stooge find a toilet. However, instead of letting him pee, she runs in to lock the door and fix her makeup. As she does throughout this entire fucking movie, she's got a little compact mirror and she's constantly fixing her lipstick and her eyeliner and whatever the fuck else. Meanwhile, in the morgue, Max is telling yet more backstory of the house and its land it is built on. Ancient Indian burial grounds, blah 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 blah. Oh, sorry, Native American burial grounds and how it's bad ground and blah 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 blah. And the water protecting this, uh, blah blah blah. It's like a fucking bad Stephen King book. With that, Max and Franny leave. Jay and Judy are alone, so they can now connect. Outside, Roger and Helen can't find a way out as the gate has been bricked up. Seconds later, Helen then just disappears and she's written out of this movie. You don't see her again. The fuck's putting having her in this movie then? Roger is then spooked, so he runs and hides inside Angela's car. Back to Jay and Judy. Uh, it's about to go into the rabbit hole. Too bad he opens his mouth, telling her he thought she was a sure thing. Uh, but nope. She says she's a virgin and promptly dumps this douchebag. So he runs off and locks inside the morgue because he's a fucking dick, like just like everybody else in this fucking town. <sighs> Back to Susanna, who is now full demon. And my god, the morphing in this is fucking terrible. Stooge kicks down the door, finds the mirror is smashed, and Susanna is nowhere to be seen. So he hunts her down. It's back downstairs with Silent Angela. She starts chanting and doing some weird-ass dance, which lasts for a fucking full minute. As the strobe light turns itself on, and the music turns back on. This freaks out Sal, who slowly slinks out to the room, straight into Stooge, who chases off Sal, leaving him to be turned by Angela, as she bites his tongue off and turns him into a demon for doing so. Back to Sal, he finds Susanna in a toilet with lipstick smeared over her face, and with that he nopes the fuck out. Back to Max and Franny in a coffin room. Are they what else? Strip naked and have sex in a coffin. As you do. Meanwhile, Susanna, now topless, draws over herself and her chest with lipstick before inserting into her boob. And my 
God, does that fake chest look fucking cheap? She then finds her and instantly hits on her, so she unzips his trousers. Cut to Sal trying to leave, but Angela stops him, showing him um, she set her uh, she set her hands alight by the fire. He tries to run, but the door is now locked, so he runs upstairs or downstairs or fuck he goes. Outside, Roger, remember him, has to deal with Helen's dead body by hitting the roof of the car. He's hiding in it. This freaks him the fuck out and he runs for it. Except this body looks nothing like Helen. Back to this fucking movie. Inside, Susanna is now all but naked, seducing Jay, who is also naked on the floor. She sits on his dick and then shows him her demonic face and then pokes his eyes out for the sake of it. Back with Franny and Max fucking in a coffin, the demon stooge kills Franny by snapping her neck and then Max by slamming the coffin lid on his arm until it falls off. How the fuck that kills him? I don't know. Now inside, Roger somehow is in sight for some reason, is next. Angela, now in full demon face, chases him straight into Sal, who is armed with a wooden hammer? Where the fuck did you get the hammer from? Angela stalks them in the hallways as back to Judy, who is awakened because she's fell asleep for some reason, eh? by someone unlocking the door to the morgue. It's Stooge, who hears Sal and Roger coming, so hides in the shadows. Who wrote this shit? Sal kicks down the door to free Judy as Roger sees Angela gliding down the hall, so runs for his life, leaving Judy to be next. She, of course, falls and can't get up because... Uh, 80s and fucking horror movies and this is fucking bad writing. Who the fuck wrote this shit? Sal pulls her away last second as Angela glides after them. I love the fact you can hear the skateboard she's standing on being pulled along the fucking hallway. How cheap is this fucking movie? Now hiding in a room that's in lock, Sal notices there's no boards in the windows. Too bad it's a room with Suzanne in. Sal is knocked out the window as Judy runs for her fucking life. Uh, Suzanne mocks Judy, then chases her straight into the hallway with Angela in it. As all the doors slam shut, she's completely fucked. A door opens at the end of a corridor, which leads her to the coffin room. Judy runs straight in, finding Maxie's arab on the floor. It springs to life and attacks her, but she punt kicks that sucker halfway across the fucking room. The coffin opens and Max attacks her. Judy then screams and runs off, and I've got to say, Maxie's demon or rather the actor playing him, is pretty lifeless. He just goes, grrr, arg. <sighs> but I do love the fact that Franny has to hold her head straight after her neck's been snapped. I <laughs> just love that bit. Judy runs to the front door. It's locked, so she runs back upstairs. Why? Outside, Sal comes to in an air shaft, even though he was thrown clean out the window, which led to a flat roof, not a fucking air shaft. So he climbs the shaft. Meanwhile, Judy is lost upstairs all alone. She sees Roger outside, so runs to him straight into Demon Stooge. She runs away as he chases after Roger, but there's a doorway between them for some reason. Roger got outside, they get back inside, he's back outside. The fuck wrote this shit? Judy then runs straight into Susanna, who chases her to the attic where she finds a way out, but she doesn't want to climb down. She hides in a corner as Stooge hunts for her. And she's a fucking stupid bitch. Next second, she's outside. Who in the fuck edited this thing? She's sitting in a corner one minute, then the next second she's standing on a balcony outside. Who wrote this and edited this fucking piece of shit? Angela 
I remember her. I mean, she was downstairs a second earlier, and now she's on the balcony next to Judy. What the fuck? She has her by the neck. Sal then runs off the roof to save her, but too bad Angela pulls him and her straight off the roof to their deaths. Judy is now hanging off the roof as Roger watches from below. And where the fuck did Stooge go? Roger tries to get Judy to move herself along the roof using the fucking drain pipes, but she's a typical useless 80s girl and can't do this. And I swear to God, her voice goes right fucking through me. Just die already! Oh my god. Stooge spooks her. She falls the three feet onto the flat roof below. And guess what? She's twisted her ankle. Oh no, how will she escape? I swear to fuck, this movie is beyond terrible. Stooge jumps down. This freaks her out, so she runs straight into a terrible pun from Angela. Barbie, she doesn't sell her, her twisted ankle anymore. She's now running fucking full pelt in this ankle. Anyway, as I was saying, the terrible pun is... Sal is really staking the place out as he has a fence stake through his heart. But, um, <coughs> Roger and Judy run inside as the camera evil deads them. As Angela vogues down the hallway after her as she's floating all along. This is fucking terrible. Running down to the basement, Roger and Judy laugh thinking they've got away with it. And wouldn't you know it, Judy has found a little door into the basement. Only she can fit through. Calm your ass down, Louis C. Carroll. The door leads to a furnace, which Judy doesn't want to go down, until the demons knock on the door, telling Roger if he opens the door, he can go. All they want is the little bitch version Judy. Judy then pulls out from nowhere that demons can only come out on Halloween. If they survive the night, they will be saved. Kidding. Too bad Angela is pushing the bolts from the other side of the door somehow, off the hinges. This how the fuck does this one work? So with nowhere to go, Judy pulls the gas pipe out of the furnace, which she lights using a lighter she stole from earlier, and barbecues both Angela and Stooge. Roger turns off the gas as he's attacked by a skeleton hand, and he just runs off, leaving Judy to deal with the half-burned demons. Judy somehow managed to get from the basement to the front door in a matter of one second, even though she had two demons around her, and there's another one on... St uh, who wrote this crap? Finds... Anyway, she finds Roger praying at the locked front door, and here Demon J attacks her, and Roger runs off yet again. Surrounded with demons and zombies, Roger and Judy are well and truly fucked. Until Roger dives out the French windows, Judy then falls, and what do you know what? The sun is arising. Judy then tells him... They aren't safe until they cross the underground stream, so he climbs the brick wall, which has got barbed wire wrapped over for some fucking reason. Judy, being a useless bitch, can't climb it and is attacked by Stooge, who burns her legs. The others come out, and this spooks Roger, who lets Judy fall into the waiting arms of the demons. She dies! Finally! Jesus Christ. Roger, being a complete fucking idiot, decides to risk it all to save this useless ass bitch. And how the fuck did he climb back up on a wall? Who cares? This is almost fucking over. He pulls her out of the baying arms of the demons below. The sun suddenly rises, turning the demons into dust. The cheap mask appears for one final scare. And it just morphs into nothing and poofs into 
Nothing this Judy and Roger are now safe. Walking home, they come across the old man from the start, whose wife is feeding him apple pie made using his apples with razor blades in it. His throat rips open, he dies in agony as his wife serves him coffee, grinning as she does, as credits roll. So that was Night of the Demons. All I can say is, what in the actual fuck did I watch? It's only saving grace is that title song. I hated the script, the actors, and the overall cheapness. The editing is unfucking believable. The only good thing about this thing also is the black guy survives to the end. Because isn't this 80s horror and the black guy dies first? Moving on, the final girl is beyond annoying. The effects were okay for the budget. Overall, I was going to give this thing a 5 out of 10, but fuck it, it's getting a 3 out of 10. This is annoying as shit. I don't get why this is so fucking popular. Anyway, come back next week as I wrap up Night of Month with Night of the Comet. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also, follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other horror franchise podcasts of Omen, Resident Evil, Underworld, House and more. Also my solo podcast of The Thing, Donnie Darko, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, Dracula and many, many more. And finally, check out my second podcast, The Shrocky Horror Podcast Show, where every two weeks myself and my co-host look at all things B to Z, the very best of the very bad. Bye and remember, I watch these movies so you don't have to. Now, never have a party in a spooky old house. It just doesn't fucking work. A teddy bye.